And welcome back with this super special episode of the Chat Garage, our first Christmas special. And next to me, ready to shovel some snow, there is my friend and co-host Tex. Uh, hi there! Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas to everybody! Yeah, you too, man! <laughs> yes! Ah, finally, was... Uh was nice to end this long year you know always december is the worst time for us we have all the delivery uh i was getting crazy yeah yeah it's uh, absolutely a tricky a tricky moment at the end of the year because uh me too i had the delivery uh, before christmas and it was uh yeah it was tough but uh anyway as boring as a golf <laughs> Yeah, yeah, more or less, more or Even less, more. something like this. I heard, uh, Tex, that uh, there was yeah. a plenty of snow in Italy uh, during the, la the last period. Ah, uh, really? Not uh, in Turin? <laughs> no, that, well, not, not in Turin, but um, in the Alps, uh, uh, also in Sardinia, mm. I discovered that... Uh, there was a sort of storm or snow and the fun thing is that then i was expecting some snow here in sweden but and then well nothing absolutely <laughs> nothing at all uh yeah yeah there was uh, a lot of people that uh, are putting salt and uh, gravel <laughs> but no snow no snow at all uh it was very disappointing <laughs> so absolutely the people will only have uh rust on their car due to the salt <laughs> not without even having the fun on driving on the snow <laughs> so sad yeah 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 i really wanted to draw my miata on a mountain pass uh, before mm -hmm. the end of the year and enjoy my fantastic winter tires that i didn't change this summer <laughs> yeah yeah will you drive top down uh well yes very well covered with a high jacket and not a hat because I, I can't wear a hat because of, of my hair, but I can wear scarf and gloves and all the other stuff, <laughs> but not hat. So yeah, probably top down. Why not? If the, there is the sunshine, it would be a very, very fantastic day. Yeah. This year I will not drive top down. I was used to drive top no. down for really? Christmas days, but this time I have the hard top. So ah yeah. yeah yeah I I remember yeah I have to change the <laughs> the soft top. Yeah I hope uh, Santa Claus will bring it to me, but probably <laughs> will be later on. You know, talking about Santa Claus, Audi uh, published a very very interesting commercial but we will talk about it in our breaking news breaking news so santa with an audi eh? i was hoping he was driving a three-wheeler but all right <laughs> no no not a two-wheeler but uh, the commercial is um, is quite uh, quite interesting because uh, we don't have the normal Santa Claus, you know, with the red suit 
and uh, and all these uh, classic stuff. But uh, he's not fat. <gasps> no, he's is is something <laughs> like uh, a Bond type gentleman with only mm. a red uh, red tie, and uh, it was set uh, in this. Uh, very big house uh, somewhere I don't know in the mountains and uh, <laughs> as you describe him he sounds more like the the main character of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> but okay <laughs> uh, no uh, not not really uh, <laughs> something something between Bond and Tony Stark uh, kind of All things right. and at a certain point uh, there is uh, his valet that uh, told him that uh, the slate is ready and then they enter in this garage and there is the Audi e-tron GT with this uh, particularly livery, the concept livery with uh, these uh, grey and red uh, details and um, yeah. the valet uh, told to this uh, new Santa, welcome to the future. Then uh, he go out to the garage and drove off for deliver all the present to the children. That was, uh, you know, interesting and clever. And uh, this particular commercial um, gave me an idea to talk a little bit more in deep about the e-tron GT, because in my opinion, it's one of the most interesting Audi uh, of the last years. It has the classic design language but it has something more, you know, something more, less cold. Softer. Yeah, it's, it has more personality. For sure, the, the Audi e-tron is nice. In my opinion, the fact that they need a more smooth surface for their aerodynamics, <laughs> they gave them <laughs> a reason to make the car a little bit more soft and less sharp because... Maybe they were going uh, too sharp, in my opinion. So probably that's the main key on uh, why now I like the direction of Audi because airflow is helping us to make <laughs> nice car. Absolutely, but uh, one of the things that helps a lot the, the design is the proportions. Mm. The proportion, yeah. especially if we look the car uh, from the side view, it has the classic proportion of a very good coupe. So yeah, even better than the a Audi A7, in my opinion. This is really like phew, as a BMW 6 series, almost like perfect proportion. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I agree because it's bold but not fat. Yeah, it's muscular without uh, without the sense of uh, you too know much. too not, blocky, yeah. too blocky thing. It's not it, over-designed, this car, maybe. Yeah, this car don't have the Chiron feeling, let's <laughs> say. Because it's it's like the, the Chiron... Uh, it's quite It's fat. a very 3D sculpted, but it's quite a brick. The, 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 the volume, the overall volume of the Chiron is, is absolutely a brick. But this one is very well balanced and uh, I really liked it. So, thumbs up, Howdy. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, was a long time I was not really liking an Audi, but this one I have nothing to, <laughs> really nothing to complain about. Also, like for example, the hood, I really like how the, there is the negative uh, surface uh, in the middle of the hood and uh, over the rear wheels, super cool. 
I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I like the rear end is spectacular. Yeah, especially very round uh, with the light. Uh, it's cool. <laughs> Nothing to say. Yeah, and uh, some treatment. Uh, we see some of these treatment also in the Q8. I was surprised by Audi when I saw the the concept and uh, it was really well proportioned for being an SUV. I hope that the f the the future model of Audi will continue to to have this kind of de development. At least uh, we have Audi that uh, have a good design instead of BMWs because <laughs> in in this Yeah, we will see the interior but uh, okay, the exterior they are going in a good direction in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, the interior is typical Audi language as the exterior but they are more more standard the interior i think mm. no kind of new things happening in the interior uh, i don't i don't have comments because uh, they are looking well but nothing that uh, stands out but another very interesting thing about this car is uh, that is electric but this is not the most important and yeah, interesting it's thing it's not a news anymore uh, electric car i think no no <laughs> No, it's not a, a very big news, but the news is that the Audi sound engineers developed a virtual sound for this GT. Or so, in short, <laughs> we all know that the, the electric motor produces a particular sound, but it's quite, uh, you know, it's not exciting. It's quite flat and it's quite uh, constant, constant yeah. noise. So... The Audi engineers uh, thought, well, but why we don't develop a particular sound like a normal uh, internal combustion engine car? So they design a sound that changes when mm -hmm. you use the throttle or when uh, you lift off your, your foot from the throttle, when you brake, when the, the car is steering. So... It was amazing to see that video <laughs> because it's almost like a spaceship. I know maybe some people out there thought, what, John, are you talking about? You don't like uh, EV cars. Well, okay, I know. But that kind of sound and that kind of form reminds me a thing that pops out uh, a sci-fi mm -hmm. movie. And I really like sci-fi movies. So... Uh, yeah, I like that. Here, I like the here idea. we will open the the door for the topic of uh, fake stuff in the automotive. <laughs> it's yeah. like a fake grill. So yeah, I'm I not know. totally. Uh, I'm. I don't agree totally because I think if you have an electric car, you should be happy that the car make no noise and stay with that. It's like a vegan hamburger. <laughs> so it's not honest. But uh, the Twizy was sounding uh, funny. No, well, I I I, un <laughs> I understand your point of view, but uh, this is a, quite a sport car. So, well, maybe makes sense uh, having a particular also for create uh, for distinguish better all the lineup, uh, all the future mm -hmm. lineup of Audi. So, if you have a city car, uh, you are designing a car that have to be quiet, have to be uh, comfortable, have. To to be reliable and practical but this is a sport car so maybe why don't produce a particular noise 
I, I understand the thing that, uh, that is virtual. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's... Yeah. Uh, come on, it's cool. I know that it's weird. <laughs> I know that it's weird said by yeah. me, but no, it's, it's, it's cool. Can be cool, uh, but... Uh, I'm, I'm still like... Uh, meh. Oh come on! Not be, don't be <laughs> not nostalgic. To... Too much nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, I want a three wheeler. <laughs> but uh, but hand on my heart, I prefer a classic V8 petrol engine sound for oh, sure. That's, for sure, that's right. You know, I was looking uh, because I was, you know, every now and then I'm checking Auto Scout and I'm dreaming. I was looking at. Jaguar XK8 mm-hmm. and uh, I love that car for sure like it's super beautiful and uh, I found that some people put uh, some sport exhaust on it and uh, it's amazing because it's a 4 liter V8 and the sound is like lovely I want one uh, we will see maybe I will really I'm, I will think seriously about that for the next uh, 6 months I don't know yeah, will be cool. Oh, really? No more three-wheeler? <laughs> uh, well, the three-wheeler costs uh, <laughs> four times yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. you know, I need time to save up money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But for now, enough of uh, Audi, Virtual stuff, fake stuff, and uh, EV stuff. You know, this particular commercial by Audi give us an interesting question. But if Santa Claus were a petrolhead, which kind of car would he choose? Hmm. <laughs> and our answer was something similar to a sleigh, for sure. Because, uh, you know, he will miss yeah. it. <laughs> what is similar to a sleigh? A barquetta, for sure. Because oh, yes. uh, it has no roof, no windshield, no comfort at all. And, uh, and plein air. So, perfect for winter time and uh, top always down. <laughs> Absolutely. And for sure, the most practical kind of car ever. Yeah, they have a lot of space for packing. <laughs> yeah, for the, for the presents. We have selected uh, three of them in uh, the, the most recent one and the most famous in the, in those recent years. Uh, starting, for example, from the clean and minimalistic Ferrari Monza SP1 or, if you prefer, SP2. I will take the SP1. <laughs> oh yeah, one seat, okay, but because you have more space for the presence. Obviously. Yeah, and it has uh, a hold the fashion, naturally aspirated V12 carbon fiber everywhere and uh, as I said before one or two seats depends on you or well it depends on your wife (laughs) (laughs) if you want it or not it's absolutely gorgeous I love this car like I think uh, it's the coolest Ferrari of the last uh, decades like really I have nothing to to say if not uh, that I love it especially the one seater yeah yeah I agree with you because uh, I really like these uh, very clean and minimalistic design, but I have a little critic mm. because in my opinion, Ferrari did a very easy win doing that. Why? Because it's, it's nothing new. For sure, it's beautiful. Yeah. But it's a design that is 
you know, done and redone and done and redone. Well balanced, I agree, but nothing special. Uh, I, for example, rather prefer the mm -hmm. idea and the f the fact that they tried to uh, to experiment new stuff. For example, the Aston V12 Speedster. It's less classic, uh, but super pretty. Also here we can find the V12 twin turbo engine and uh, <laughs> a lot of aeronautics references. I really like when there are the central central bone carbon fiber and uh, and under there there was uh, no steps there. <laughs> I really like that that uh, kind of clue. And the the design, well, okay, it's a typical Aston Martin design language. For sure. Yeah, if I can add uh, on the difference, like, uh, yeah. In my opinion, the Ferrari was not that uh, standard because, for example, the trim of the door and that uh, continued to the trim of the skirt and the gap between the surface that create the space for the rear light. Those details for me make the car very, very interesting and. Uh, bold and different from the others like that what you have to create some gap you will make a function a styling function of it and uh, that one for me was something uh, that stuck in my mind reminds me in some way the bmw z4 that has a super super clean line but uh, then you have uh, the theoretical where you need to have like a, a gap and so it will become a styling uh, stuff the aston i like a lot the rear for example that it's uh, like the new vantage uh, with the floating uh, spoiler and the light it's super cool but for example i don't like the front is a bit messy in my opinion like the area of the grill is uh, not well um, put together with the front light looks like uh, two generation of aston martin put together i don't know is uh, the front I, I love aston martins but uh, and this one for some details look a little bit forced Mm, okay, maybe too much lines, too much thing in... Yeah. And we have two different approach. One is super clean, one or two main lines, <laughs> yes. and in the Aston we have a lot, a lot of uh, theoreticals and uh, a lot of uh, very pinched surface. And okay, I can agree with you, but uh, I know another, another Barchetta... <laughs> Probably will put us together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is the McLaren Elva stunning look, and it has a, a typical McLaren's engineering witchcraft, <laughs> like the active air management system, that in short is uh, a particular way to manage the airflow, so you can uh, have uh, the the windshield, and you can have a very comfortable ride, uh, also at high speeds. <laughs> yeah, particularly useful if you have long hair. <laughs> yeah, I like yes. that. It was pretty cool and full of uh, high tech uh, stuff, and the car itself looked gorgeous. 
I still remember the old model it is inspired by. Yeah, it's inspired by the Mark A, B and C uh, developed for the Can-Am series. Yes. So, and and if you remember... There was in Villa d'Este, yes. Yeah, there was, was lovely. A, in Villa d'Este as well. That car, oh, I have, I, I have a video a noise. when uh, it, it was revving before going to the parade. And uh, yeah... It was sounding amazingly and uh, yeah I was just behind the car so <laughs> nice spot oh, 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 yeah. and uh, more more in detail what do you think about the Elva well I think it's it's a it's a very good compromise by mm, you know by the two type of design so one from the Ferrari that is very very minimalistic and clean and the one of Aston Martin that is uh, very let me say more maybe a little bit too over designed in some areas I don't know like I think yes this one is the um, I like also the proportion of this one the most because it's a central mid-engine mm. and um, overall uh, it's nice I uh, the side is quite uh, looks a little bit that goes down too much uh, the light but uh, yeah it's very good let me I don't say nothing but I will go with Ferrari uh, I don't know usually I'm not a Ferrari guy but the SP1 is just like <laughs> really one of the car that I liked the most from the last uh, years so unfortunately I have to go with that <laughs> <laughs> okay okay I understand well also me I would rather prefer the Ferrari but I want to give a chance to, to the Elva ah, okay. so if I have to choose between the Ferrari and the Elva the Ferrari is the the obvious choice so I will choose the Elva. Mm-hmm. Now we want a Porsche Barchetta. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> An official one. Or you know what? We can make uh, the Miata Barchetta. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but someone already yeah, thought yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, in the, the, yeah. the Miatas are quite famous for you know trying to to put the the mx5 in the bucket <laughs> these guys like for example the super light concept of uh, uh, 2009 mm-hmm. or the most recent it was an nc yeah it was yes. an nc and or the most recent spitzer concept of the uh, 2016 uh this is super gorgeous yeah, last one was Super cool, especially with the fog lamp inside the the oh, mouth. Oh, it's love! Ah, it's lovely! Nice. It's lovely! <laughs> I want one. Yeah, you should put that uh, front grill. I I can send you the link. <laughs> I found it. Really? Amazing! Yes, yes. Oh, Santa like Claus! Four hundred euros. Santa but... <laughs> Claus is coming to town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't. I can't. I can't change the grill because before I have to change the exhaust. Mm, that's a good thing. Yeah, but for summarize a bit, which Barchetta Santa Claus will choose? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. he would prefer with some something with four wheel drive because you know in the snow, maybe some grip. Yeah. Maybe he will choose the new Lamborghini SC20. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure Santa is that Tamarro, but <laughs> ah, <laughs> no, yeah, like, yeah. it's it's cool. I mean, uh, I don't dislike that new car. I was preferring the old uh, Aventador J, but uh, this has some nice detail. I mean, for example, in the front, I like how it's sculpted. Maybe even 
too much sculpted and I prefer a more softer design language like the, the Ferrari and Aston and uh, McLaren, but yeah, looks looks quite cool. Yeah, but you know it's a Lamborghini. So have to be sculpted, yeah. <laughs> a lot of sculpted as well. Um, yeah, me too. Um, if you like the the concept, if you like the type of car, but uh, yeah, it's aggressive. It's uh, well proportioned also, but uh, a very interesting detail and a very fun detail. It's the the exhaust that are. Uh, ramping mm. and blasting upwards. I really like that detail. And I can see that they use the rear light inspired more from the latest one, like with three dot instead of the classical triangle arrow design. It's a sort of a carryover from the Xi'an. <laughs> uh, let's say it's a very, very inspired from the Xi'an. <laughs> but over, overall, there are a lot of uh, quite good surfacing. Uh, I like mixture. how the, the front light are um, treated uh, with the body panel. I don't know. It's something in that uh, extrusion kind of feeling that... I, I like it's very simple to be honest and nothing special but I don't know it's, <laughs> I would like to model that detail <laughs> probably it's oh. quite easy oh yeah yeah so when they were trying the car in Monza it was very funny the, the graphic that they put with a written like a danger very fast car or what was written yeah it was written attenzione macchina veloce <laughs> that means uh, attention very fast car behold it was a super 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 funny detail from the design team i really like that and also watching the video what a sound ah oh, yeah. the v12 always always yeah, don't make a, me start to uh, talk about sound i don't <laughs> That, that can be an interesting episode, like different sound between V10, V12, V8, uh, American, Italian, etc. Ah, okay. Better to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite, quite a lot of things to talk. Hang on, hang on, wait a minute, Tex. But we have another interesting story about another barchetta, very important for Italy. And you have some, uh, hmm, quite... Uh, Interesting side stories about it. Hmm, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> yes, we are talking about the Dallara Stradale. I'm seeing this car every day where I'm working <laughs> because the design development was uh, done in my ah, office. Yeah. I was not lucky enough to take part of that project. I only helped like one day after the end, uh, just so some side stuff, but uh, it's a special vehicle and uh, I have the occasion to see it in the car often to check all details very... It's, it's interesting because uh, the first time I saw in the magazine, like in auto design, I was quite neutral to the car. And uh, I was liking the rear, okay, nice light. But for the rest, was like, ah, okay, another car. But then when I discover more about the story and I have the opportunity to, to check more the details, it's uh, really, I think, will be an, uh, an evergreen car that will be very important for the, for the Italian design history. And uh, for example, the, the, it's nice that 
can you guess which are the rear light? Because, okay, maybe we have to point out that most of the small production car are like, they are using some aftermarket or other cars component to save some money. Because, for example, yeah, produce a light for a car costs like <laughs> more than produce almost uh, like the rest of the car. <laughs> They are super crazy and uh, is one reason also a lot of small car manufacturers use Hella light. Well, with uh, the Lara, they didn't want to use the Hella light. And do you know which light they are using for I the I think, uh, to remember, because uh, you explained me once. Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, probably the Audi Q3? I think it was the Q5. Yes, the, the small rear light in the lower part. And yeah, so it's uh, they look very well in the car, but they are carryover. So it's very well done. And uh, it's uh, amazing how the fact that you don't have a lot of uh, open components, like uh, you don't have doors and etc. You can really play with the shape. And, you know, uh, in the front, they have these two big uh, air intake in the hood more or less hood mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, basically the fact that uh, there is a monocoque in carbon fiber especially that you can do very complicated shape with yeah, it yeah uh, they were able to move the air from the front to the engine that it's in the rear in this very nice and stylish way and uh, so it's uh, a nice detail. Yeah, it takes, and I have to add uh, a thing. Uh, probably it was possible to do this because uh, the Dallara Stradale doesn't have doors. So you don't, you don't have to cut the monocoque. So you have a unique, a unique component <laughs> and yes, you yes. can do this uh, very particular air intake that absolutely they were and they are a stylist um, detail that distinguish the Lara from all the rest of, yes. the, of the other car manufacturers. Yeah, because, you know, uh, we were talking about uh, Radical and uh, some British uh, <laughs> small car company that makes road uh, race car, road legal, you know. And usually they are not very nice looking. I can think about the Ultima GTR. You know, they are very simple like the design is not that uh, the focus was um, and the Dallara instead is uh, special is very very iconic uh, in my opinion and it's nice you know also <laughs> to be able to see it and uh, also I I have driven it and uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember that uh, you told yes. me you told me that yeah, yeah it's nice it's nice because it's uh, not super mad like maybe Someone didn't heard the the one of the first episode where I was explaining that, but it's uh, impressive that it's not a mad. It doesn't want to kill you. It's like very easy and communicative, and uh, really, really, they made a great job to create a chassis that communicative and uh, at the same time that super effective in the racetrack, like. For sure, there is a, a reason why Dallara is probably the best uh, race car manufacturer in the world. Yeah, I agree. And another very important thing um, that we have always to keep in mind that uh, the secret is the lightness. Uh, 
If yes. we design a car that is uh, particularly light, uh, all the other components can be light as well. For for example, if we have uh, a very light car, we doesn't need a big. Uh, fat and heavy engine we can have a, <laughs> a small four-cylinder tube well we can always have a big heavy engine we always like that but <laughs> if you want to play mad for sure we we want a very big engine but we don't need bigger brakes we don't need bigger wheels absolutely need... that's the that's the point so all the little thing put together create this yeah. super light, super agile, nimble car that is absolutely useful, especially in a racetrack. So yeah. you, you don't need, uh, uh, as you said, uh, bigger brakes, bigger spoilers, a lot of uh, aero things and magic trickery and stuff. No, <laughs> it's, so, yes, it's super yes. simple. And another thing that uh, I agree with you, um, at the first time when I and I saw that car, I was neutral as well. But then when someone told me all the reasons why they do the thing like <laughs> this, so it's it's a lot. Yeah, I think I think it was during the Christmas party of last year. You were in my yeah, yeah. in my studio. Yeah, it and, was. Uh, it was. It was absolutely the... fantastic because uh, in that way you yes. can understand why they design things like this because they have yeah, they have to work. Huh. Yeah. Do you remember, for example, when they were explaining to us why and how they end up to design where to put the helmet, like behind the seat? Hidden, yeah, it was uh, some small details that makes the difference and make the car special, and uh, it's uh, very yeah. nice. And the uh, yellow is a good color. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it's a it's a fantastic color. But uh, for summarize a bit, uh, um, especially when you have uh, these particular cars, uh, is important to understand why the engineering team, why the design team design things in this way or in, or in that way because it's it's useful and because they have to reach a goal that in this <laughs> yes. case is to develop a very fast and very light car so that is the perfect uh, uh, the perfect example the perfect piece of art of the Lara yes yes totally agree. you have to understand all these things for appreciate in a proper way the uh, Dallara in that case. Yes, yes. <laughs> but you know what else we were having a lot during the Christmas party? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. A lot of Belgian beer. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing. What, what is the, what is yeah. the, I, I don't remember the, the shop. How is it called in Turin? Um, I don't remember. If you are in Turing, you have to come to Triple B, is my oh, favorite. Oh, Triple B. Oh, <laughs> I my miss the beers of Triple B, yeah. and I'm very thirsty uh, right now. Oh, well, I, w I really want one So, beer. for with Panettone and uh, Belgian beer this time, is good? Yeah. <laughs> Panettone or Pandoro? Mm, hmm. I, I am for Pandoro, I prefer. It's more classic. <gasps> How dare you? Yeah, I know. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe. Let's go to our bar sport and have a piece of panettone with some beer. 
What do yeah, you say? I agree. Let's meet up at our favorite place to discuss about motorsport and uh, and celebrate, you know, in this uh, Christmas. Period. Yeah, <laughs> and drink yes. something. So let's go to bar sport. Yeah, here we are. The F1 was finished, nothing more, or... Wait, wait, there was the last race, or I lost... Oh, I forgot about that, because it was quite <laughs> boring. Oh, yeah, you are right. Uh, there was the, the last race of the season in uh, Abu Dhabi, and uh, yes, again, it was uh, super, super boring. One of... Probably the most boring <laughs> race in the 2020. Was like a golf? Yeah, it was like a golf. A perfect... <laughs> that's a really, really perfect example. Yeah, yeah. But well, overall, apart of the super boring race, uh, nothing happened. But Max won the race, so very good. And also Albon as well uh, ah, did Verstappen. a good race. Hmm. And uh, yeah, finally Verstappen uh, took the first place of the podium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he earned that. And... Well, in short, uh, uh, Red Bull demolished Mercedes. So the, for the first time, uh, we we Yay. saw uh, a Mercedes that is a little bit weak uh, during all the weekend. <laughs> After last race, they lost the the balance. <laughs> they don't know how to go on anymore. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably yes. And well, another thing, Perez had to retire in his last race with uh, a racing point. Uh, so not uh, not a good way to to end the, to end the season. Uh, quite sad. But um, there is a uh, interesting news. But we will talk it later. Mm. You know, now the the season is uh, ended. But uh, the the next one, the twenty twenty one season will be very interesting as well because uh, all the lineup of the F1 is changed completely a lot of uh, drivers change teams such as Vettel, Ricciardo, Sainz, Perez, Gojan, Magnussen and Kvyat the last three um, they officially leave F1 but uh, Vettel sad. yeah it's, it's quite sad but uh, Vettel will go in the racing point that changed the name and will become Aston Martin. What? Ooh. Oh. So cool. we will, we like will see Martin. again this port badge also in F1. Yeah. Yeah. I want an Aston Martin V8 Vantage. Uh, uh, yeah. And they are coming yeah, quite and cheap. Richardo, <laughs> Richardo will team up with uh, Lando Norris. Uh, and this is a, a super... That will be a hot yeah. couple. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a super, super and fun, fun couple. couple. And uh, I'm very curious to see them on the track. Signs with Leclerc, another interesting mm -hmm. couple. And then... Uh, Let's hope that the car will be better next year. That's the only thing about Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that was a very awful season. Not for coronavirus, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, if I remember correctly, uh, in the constructor championship, uh, Ferrari is on the five five place, if I remember correctly. So Mercedes, Red Bull, McLaren, Racing Point, and then Ferrari. Oh. <sighs> A season to forget, for sure. But uh, I, I hope that in the next year, 
at least to you know to, to fight the for the fir- yeah, yeah to fight for the first positions but most important there are some super news about the red bull because mm-hmm. uh, because a, a, some days ago there are a lot of gossip and uh, rumors who will be the other driver of red bull album Perez or Hulkenberg, who knows? No, Hamilton, I don't think so. (laughs) Well, he still don't have the contract signed. No, but uh, Toto Wolff extended by three years his contract, so I Mm, think it's it's only for create some suspense, (laughs) and that's it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Red Bull, because Red Bull confirmed... Paris. Uh, Red Bull confirmed Paris instead of Albon. Albon will be the spare driver, let's say, the, f- okay. the third driver. And uh, Wait, I think I'm it's using a- something. And Verstappen? Verstappen is the first driver, Paris the second. Ah, okay, okay, okay. And Albon the third. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Where's Verstappen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a good choice because um, beside all the uh, reliability issues that uh, Paris has to fight in, in this season, uh, did well, super well, mm-hmm. and uh, probably better, not probably, better than his, uh, his colleague Stroll. I think that he earned twice the point than Stroll. So <laughs> Twice the pint <laughs> to drink more beers <laughs> yeah 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 um well i don't know what will happen with bottas because he signed again for one year hmm. but uh, after his crisis i don't know and and russell did a super performance yeah so i will be not surprised that one day russell will took part of mercedes lineup and uh, well only the future will tell us <laughs> yeah another big news honda will leave the circus as engine supplier by the end of the 2021 season i don't understand why oh. because they did um, finally they are they, making they, a, they, <laughs> a absolutely engine. i remember for instance when uh, alonso was driving the the mclaren that the engine was yeah. uh, by Honda <laughs> was an appalling, appalling season <laughs> because uh, always Alonso was trying. I don't have power. I yes. don't have power. I don't have power. <laughs> chilling out when the car was broken, like he was chilling out in the side of the truck with the marshal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, very, very funny. Well, yeah. Also, uh, we told about uh, Aston Martin and uh, another very important port brand will arrive in in the circus i'm talking about alpine Ooh. so i'm very curious to see the the new liveries because yeah. uh, renault give the opportunity to show and let me say to promote uh, i think it's only for uh, marketing reason yeah i guess but also makes sense because alpine is uh, it's is a well-known brand. sporty yeah yeah the sporty brand of, of renault so well, it's a super, super nice decision. Yeah, but you know who will design the livery of the Renault or the Alpine, probably? Because the designer of the actual Renault is the same that uh, was making the design of the Formula E that I was talking to you ah, last time. Ah, Shambul design, you mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. 
So it will be a nice graphic, in my opinion. We will see. Yeah, I think so. And also uh, Alpine and Aston Martin has uh, very good yeah. colors. Nice. And uh, heritage. Yeah, and also heritage. So it will be super nice to see this kind of uh, new liveries. Nice, nice. But uh, F1 is not the only one with a lot of gossip, you know? Because uh, I, I was not expecting uh, to see some news of this kind from MotoGP. Because, uh, you know, Rossi was saying that uh, having a team in MotoGP was too expensive uh, with his uh, Skywar 46. But apparently, <laughs> now Luca Marini will drive, uh, will ride, uh, sorry, a Ducati, yes, but uh, with the Sky Racing team. Like I saw the picture and it's like uh, black and blue with the VR46 Academy. Super cool. So it's uh, nice to, to see that uh, Valentino will, will be able to have uh, also a team now in MotoGP. Not only, <laughs> not only a driver, but also a team manager. Like it's ah, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> um, amazing. So they mixed together the thing. They put together the efforts for having... Uh, this, uh... Yes, yes, yes. Ah, but uh, great. his like brother that. will ride the bike, not uh, him. <laughs> Worst case ah, scenario, okay. I th I think anyway, like maybe Rossi will take a shot and try the Ducati. In the end of the day, why not? <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's my bike. <laughs> no, I don't think it's possible. But I want just to point out another stuff about markets because, you know, came out another news about him and uh, he had uh, the third uh, surgery because uh, he is having a struggle to come back from the injury that he had on the shoulder mm. you know and uh, also he was tweeting uh, that uh, was the fault of the medical staff that uh, told him that he was okay to to ride the bike and then uh, the the metal plate cracked and so but but yeah it was uh, it was a premature yes, yes. do do that before before the time yeah i remember when i saw the news when uh, market uh, in that time yeah. t took part <laughs> at the at the GP, yeah, it was after the accident. I was staggered <laughs> and astonished at the same time because how could it, could it possible do that? And uh, after I had my answer, it was too premature yeah. to do that. And he lost all the season and still is struggling. Yeah, it it it, it was absolutely irresponsible to <laughs> do that, and I. I'm I'm sad for Marcus because, uh, as I said uh, in previous episodes, I think it's like Hamilton. It's the perfect rider, especially in the latest years. Uh, he didn't do so much uh, errors, rides perfectly, and the the bike that he had maybe special for for him. Yeah, it's good for him. Not is the yeah. only is <laughs> the only man that can ride that kind of motorbike, but. Uh, is for sure yeah, amazing talent probably the the best rider yeah the amazing yeah. talent and the best rider right now but i think that they they pull too much the rope yeah and also was always like that that markets was the biggest uh, enemy or rivals of markets because uh, he is uh, like an alien he's really 
fastest than everyone else, but he was also going too much over the limits. And uh, after a lot, a lot of accident, he made uh, a bad one, and uh, now he's paying the consequence, and uh, it's quite a pity for him. Well, let's hope to see him uh, in, in the new season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really hope so. I really hope so. Because it's... Uh, I miss him. It's it's weird to say it, but I miss I miss him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think, uh, I think that is time to summarize yeah. a bit. It's time to go with family and <laughs> relax for this Christmas yeah, time absolutely. and uh, enjoy our vacation. Mm-hmm, we earned it. So we talk about uh, Audi e-front uh, and especially the Audi sound system that is uh, absolutely fantastic. But uh, <laughs> but uh, tax, I don't uh, like it. Yeah, don't <laughs> agree on that. But uh, it's okay. We went through some uh, interesting and uh, very cool barquetta for Santa Claus. Then uh, yep. we ended with passport uh, with. Uh, some rumors and some gossip about F1 and MotoGP. And uh, while you are digesting your panettone and uh, scrolling your Instagram, don't forget to check our page and follow us because we will put updates there and uh, stories and uh, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So guys, it's time now to turn off the lights and close the shutter of our garage. And until next episode... Enjoy your time, take care, and we wish you a Merry Christmas! And a Happy New Year! Ho ho ho! Buona festa! (laughs) 